Real estate loans and other financial opportunities mentioned on this show are offered by various companies, entities, and or organizations that may not be directly owned, managed, or controlled by the Real Estate Life. All credit decisions, including loan approval rate and APR, will vary based on your specific loan request and credit profile. The information provided on this show is merely to allow the listener the ability to become more familiar with such potential opportunities and to obtain more detailed information on the suitability of such opportunities to the listener's personal and financial situation from the companies, entities, and or organizations involved. A new home you've dreamt about for years, and there's only one thing standing in your way, getting a loan. Rest assured, United Mortgage Corporation of America is here to help make your dream a reality. Get answers, get results, get the service you deserve. What kind of loan do you have? Call now at 888-LIFE-980. That's 888-5433-980. Or go to the web at yourrealestatelife.com and take action today. Good morning, Ventura County. Welcome to your Real Estate Life. It's your day in Real Estate Radio. I'm Mike Harris. Thank you for joining us this weekend and every weekend. This program is for you. It's for the sole purpose of saving money. It's saving money on your next real estate loan transaction. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, we are here to help. As CEO of United Mortgage Corporation of America, I'd like to offer our services to you today. If you're working with somebody else, that's fine. But you may not be getting the right answers. The market is moving, the market is changing daily, and we want to make sure you are saving money. Good morning. At the past few weeks, we've seen interest rates go down, but last week they went up a little bit, just a little bit, but I think they will recapture where they were and perhaps even go down further. But that means you need to get started right now. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We're live on the air today, 805 number. We're going to get you at 650-1590. We want to hear from you. We're going to have a special guest in the studio. We'll get to that in a moment. But this past week, we saw things happen with the Fed. They indicated that they will be looking for what we saw, doing a Fed move here in July. So that caused the bond market to do well. And then it started going off with some of the economic news. But I think it's short-sighted. I do believe we will see the bond rates go lower. The 10-year Treasury ended up a little bit higher this week, so rates were up a tad, but we should recover that. We went up to 211 on the 10-year Treasury. We saw the Dow up 410 points. We saw NASDAQ up 122, and the S&P was up 24. But next week, we're going to be watching some key reports. We'll see Monday with the Empire State Manufacturing Index, the Philadelphia Fed Index on Thursday, retail sales closely watched on Tuesday, uh, NAHB. Uh, housing market index on Tuesday, and the housing starts and building permits as well on Wednesday. And then how are you feeling? Consumer sentiment on Friday. So we're going to see what's going on. We'll see what the trends. We have a lot of loans in process right now. We have some purchase transactions, first-time home buyers, move-up buyers. We have some people that are moving down. Their house is too big. The kids are gone. Hopefully they don't come back, but they're moving down. But we're doing that. We have some reverse mortgages. We'll be talking today about a unique opportunity for income to your property, but also the ability for our seniors to actually gain additional income to their property or perhaps have assisted living right there at their, at their beck and call. 
They may be able to have the individuals right there on the site. So we'll talk about that. But, you know, there's a lot of unique opportunities in lending. There's 30-year fixed. Everyone hears about that. But there's 40-year amortization again. They have an interest-only loan for 10 years, then goes to a 30-year amortization. You have, of course, a 20-year loan, a 15-year loan, a 10-year loan. There's loans fixed for three years, five years, seven years, 10 years. It depends on what you are looking to do. And that's where you come in. We want to hear from you. 805 today, 650-1590 gets you live on the air. This program does talk about education. And education is so, so very important when you're making financial decisions. And joining us today in the studio, we have... Uh, Banker, builder, Peter Simons, he's here to discuss the ever-shifting domain of accessory dwelling units. They're called ADUs. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks. You know, Good to see you, man. Yeah. Hey, they, everyone's seeing us. We have faces for radio, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you did mention that yeah. when I met you. That's right. Yeah, you know, boy. Yeah, but thanks you for the suit and tie today. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Anyhow, we got a builder. When have you seen a builder or a, or a contractor wear a suit and tie? Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very good point. Yeah. <laughs> Never have. Maybe yeah. when we uh, went up and got the CSLB license and yeah. and uh, went before uh, various board and certification processes, yeah. we'll put them on. Well, a lot of our listeners look to do maybe the, D, uh, the do-it-yourself jobs, but they need a contractor, I believe, to do it right. It's like performing your own surgery. It's going through all the different items. What should someone do or understand to do when choosing the right contractor? Well, that's, that is the preeminent question. Uh, you know, let's get down to what a lot of people have experienced out there uh, in dealing with contractors, and I don't hesitate to, you know, call it what it is. If you look at the uh, Better Business Bureau statistics, you will find that 300, of the $350 billion that is spent on an annual basis in the United States on home improvement and or construction projects, large to small, roughly 51% is spent on new projects, new projects, opening new projects and moving forward to complete those new products, projects. Less than half, so the 49% remainder is actually spent in the next forthcoming year or two to fix those uh, projects. So, so you have the people who do it right and you have the people who don't and it keeps the other ones happy. Well, <laughs> I don't know about happy, yeah, but yeah. Uh, 170, whatever the numbers yeah. are, $170 billion to fix a project is just wow. uh, it's, it's insane. So basically when uh, we, we, we went on and we, we talked about doing this program, uh, I did a little statistic. I did some statistics on that uh, regarding the do-it-yourself the one that needs to do the project because they're on a tight fixed budget. Mm -hmm. uh, those that don't believe that they can do a project and still have an income stream, which we'll right. get to a little bit later. And those that move forward with projects with contractors that they believe will serve their purposes, get the job done, and at the same time take the lowest bid. So going through the SB, the, the BBB statistics one more time, uh, you will find in the contracting business, after one year, 50% of the contractors in the state of California that hold a CSLB license will be out of business. Oh, wow. 
I found in 1994 after the Northridge earthquake, speaking of earthquakes, uh, these day and age, I was in Northridge and of course all the contractors come, came out of the woodwork to build or to bid on all the people who had damage. So of course there was a feeding frenzy. So the first thing I thought of back then as a younger individual and owning a home for the first time, I of course wanted my home repaired. I had $77,000 of damage to my home. And the thing that I did was I hopped in fast because I realized the contractors would run out of money. So at least if they were getting more jobs after mine, <laughs> they would have enough to complete my job. <laughs> you're, you're a smart guy. <laughs> you're smarter yeah. than the average, uh, average Joe out there because yeah. quite frankly, when I move forward and, and begin to discuss a large-scale project like this, uh, I give these statistics to you know, potential clients or potential customers, as you will. Uh, One-year statistics, 50% out of business. Five-year statistics, it's horrendous. 94% hmm. of the contractors will be gone or their numbers will be either expired or no longer there. So when I begin to talk about a large-scale project being a, a room addition or, of course, the accessory dwelling units right now, which are extremely popular because they are a revenue producer and everybody wants to sort of you know, figure out how to grow uh, their money on trees, uh, we, we have to talk about the reality of what, is, uh, what the marketplace is. And uh, as, you, as you just expressed, um, when the ADU market uh, became exposed and, and the le legislation and codification uh, at the state level and local levels allowed for people to start. Yeah, explain that a little it, bit. Was it January of this year? Well, there were there's there's two there's actually three dates. Uh, the important dates that we know are last year, January of last year, uh, the at least the the county of Los Angeles and the county of Ventura sort of made ease some of the existing what we call we used to call granny units that would be on property, generally a t detached garage where family members were were living in it or friends and or neighbors or, you know, uh, groups of, uh, of people that uh, uh, not living there, let's just say, you know, with a lease type agreement. Uh, they basically relaxed that and grandfathered the codification to allow homeowners to then properly accessorate the, uh, the, the ADU unit. You know, get the fire uh, detectors in, get the CO2 detectors, make right. sure the kitchenette's proper, make sure that the plumbing is right. No Bunsen right. burner. <laughs> no Bunsen burners <laughs> out there. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But uh, that and that, of course, led to a, just what you say, a whole slew of contractors that came in and said, you know, we can go ahead and do that and move forward in that. Uh, but what I'd like to do a little bit later is to give the process of how to select your contractor. No, absolutely. Good information today. If you'd like to join us, pick up the phone right now. 805-650-1590. I'm Mike Harris. More after the break. Your equity position has started to improve? Call about the removal of your private mortgage insurance or mortgage insurance premium and save money today. Call 888-5433-980. Saving for a home can seem impossible, but it does not have to be. The more you know about what's required, the more prepared you can be to make the best decision for you and your family. Your answer is not always the big banks. Call United Mortgage Corporation of America at 800-230-0168 to gain valuable information. And tune in to CEO Mike Harris on your real estate line. 
life. Sunday mornings at 7 on K-Earth 101. Learn things like it doesn't take 20% down to purchase a home. Interest rates have dropped to 18-month lows. Do not be surprised by your credit score. Get started at unitedforloans.com. Remember, your landlord loves you, and you do not need that kind of love in your life. Get pre-approved. Call United Mortgage Corporation of America at 800-230-0168. Take the initiative and save money when buying your home. Did you know homeowners who purchase their homes before the age of 35 are better prepared for retirement at age 60? Your mission? Call United Mortgage Corporation of America at 800-230-0168. That's 800-230-0168. Or visit them at unitedthenumber4loans.com. I got the brains, you got the looks. Let's make lots of money. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Life. It's your day in real estate radio. We're taking your phone calls live today, 805-650-1590. 805-650-1590. We have in the studio today, Peter Simons. He is a general contractor, but he's got a lot of experience. And what we were talking about before the break, we talked about accessory dwelling units a little bit. We'll go into more about that. But we talked about how do you choose a contractor? How do you vet a contractor? You may hire someone and think it's perfect. Everything's great. You watch those shows on uh, cable. In, and my God, they do, they build the whole house and it's 30000 right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like you, you look at that and you go, What? And then, oh, well, this house says before value is 250. You put 100 and a half in and 100 and a half, you built the whole house. I mean, my gosh. But you got so many things to think about and everyone thinks they could perform their own surgery. Gee, let's just open the wall up and let's, uh, doesn't this wire go together and we just kind of put the cap on it and we're good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we do find a few of those people that mm-hmm. really want to get involved with it. Um, you know, I can't sit here and say that it's an impossibility for a, a homeowner or those that uh, know other uh, people and, and or contractors that can, you know, do the job. Uh, for some people, they'll look at the garage and will say, you know, all we have to do is, like you say, take the walls down, uh, make sure that the wiring's uh, good, put the walls back up, get some drywall up there, get some good paint there. And uh, we'll go over to, uh, you know, Home Depot and pick up uh, four or five boxes and make a kitchenette. And, you know, we're, we're pretty much done. Uh, oh, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that, that's, that's a beautiful thing if you can do it. The issue, the general issue in con- construction, uh, you know, is not so much whether the contractor can perform the art of carpentry, you know. Most people that uh, get into the business or into the business can perform that art. The coordination, however, that is required to codify, to permit, to inspect, to call for electrical spots, to make sure you've integrated your plan with the utility companies to make sure that you've integrated your plan with the sewerage and water. Remember one thing, when you are taking a garage, essentially, which has got uh, most cases that I see in my, with my clients have rusty bicycles hmm. and, uh, and old power motors, and you're potentially turning that into a 2500 to, what, $3,000 per month cash flow for you, by either renting it out, which most people do, Airbnb, full-time lease, or just, you know, getting, 
getting your uncle to finally start paying for something uh, valuable that he's that he's living in. You have to be uh, concerned about getting through, moving forward, uh, not only on the construction project, but how are you going to manage this great uh, bureaucracy, if you will. Now, remember, ADUs, or accessory dwelling units, they've been around only for, uh, as a term, three years. Before that, would be known as granny flats or somewhere where my brother-in-law is, you know, taking a vacation or we have a few people that came into town and we didn't have a place to put them and they ran out of room at the, uh, the Holiday Inn Hotel and therefore they've been staying with us for the last three years. <laughs> got, a, got a cot right below the bike. <laughs> <laughs> but now that it's this major money maker and people, you know, has been sort of pitched this as money does grow on trees. Oh my goodness, Michael! What can we do? I can take fifty or eighty thousand dollars, and what does that cost me a month? No, I mean, well, again, for the state, it's four dollars per thousand. So, I mean, again, it's a few hundred dollars compared to the few thousand that you're going to get see coming right. back. And so people hear that and they go and and they go to town. Mm-hmm. So, can it be done? Can it be done by a family member? Yes, it can be done by a family member. I'm working uh, with a family right now. Uh, unfortunate circumstance. Uh, they were moving forward with the ADU. They've gotten the plans approved by the county uh, recently uh, as well. Um, got the um, sewage uh, at the um, sewage hookups as well as the water hookups. Did a little bit of electrical work, and unfortunately, the uncle that was taking care of it fell ill. Mm. And so now they're in a process of. Uh, you know, they, they need to continue, want to continue, and now they're going to be hiring a contractor. So the big question is, who should they hire? When I talk to a couple or a family or just an individual or even uh, some architects or financial advisors sometimes I'll be talking to who are fiduciary, fiduciaries on, you know, on behalf of the homeowner, the first thing I'll talk about is how to choose a contractor, and I won't put my name into it. Uh, I have a whole form pro forma that will allow at least the the, un, the fairly unknowledgeable or those that are knowledgeable and might have been hurt in the past by a contractor as to more the proper way. What what can they do to protect themselves against? you know, some of these horrendous stories that we hear about contractors. Um, and so I'd like to go through sort of point by point mm-hmm. so that the, the audience can have a good idea. And if they need some additional information, I'll be, you know, more right. than happy. I mean, to pick up it. the phone right now, 650-1590, 650-1590 gets you live on the air. Get your questions answered. You got a person sitting right here ready to take your phone call answer your questions you're in the middle of a project considering a project maybe you just completed a project and maybe you do need that cleanup of your project (laughs) that you talked about earlier maybe it is that 49 percent the other side of the fence but uh, give us a call right now 805-650-1590 gets you live on the air let's get back to peter hey so there's Generally speaking, uh, with any business that uh, one is going to vet, uh, there's, there's four major components, maybe five, but I just, I'm choosing four today for expedience sake. When we look at a contractor and we don't have, you may, we may not have friends that have used a contractor or have benefited by the services of anyone that has done remodeling in their homes. And, 
we may be in a situation where we don't actually have referrals. Like, this guy was great. He's fantastic. We've known him. The family's known him for years and years and years and years. He'll do you good. If you're, in the, if you're not in that category, you may be in category two. And category two is, I want to build this. I'm not quite sure how to do it or who to hire. And I'm scared of what, what, what I hear out there. I'm, you know, I'm just frightened. So what do you do? Well, we, we know now that we have services that have not been available, you know, uh, heretofore with, with respect to Yelp. Now, what's Yelp? Someone comes on to Yelp and they're looking for services. They'll basically punch in the types of services that they're looking for and they'll get other people's sort of opinions, uh, expectations, ratings on their own pro forma of how that service or company or in this case remodeler contractor did. Uh, is that good? It's great. It's always great to have endorsements. It's always good as a company. As you probably know, Michael, and even the uh, the radio uh, station here knows, you know, everybody wants to be seen in a positive light with respect to other people's opinions that have either used the services or consumed the services. But that's not just it. Uh, a five-star Yelp rating, certainly I have, and you'll go on and take a look at it, and we'll provide you more, more information about my particular services. But... In the world of contracting, Michael, in particular, we have a state agency and organizations that, that help us vet the, the contractors, and that is the State uh, Contractors Licensing Board. And uh, if you go on the site, and we'll provide information, on that site, there's a lot of really good information that you're going to receive. Some of it uh, will be what I call interpolative, but ac in actuality, there's four expectations that uh, one that is looking into to doing this kind of work should have. The first expectation is the person that's talked to them or spoken with them or solicited them or received a phone call or any which way the contact has been made between the contractor and the homeowner must be, by law, spoken to with a qualified his registered it's his registered salesperson because let's face it you call for somebody to come to your house and start talking about it and you're running this person around your house you've never met he seems like a nice guy perfect he's got great they just shoes it out for the evening <laughs> <laughs> you know they got their buddies in and you're gone and uh yeah. yeah it's all scoped out so what has to happen within the first five minutes you need to know who you're talking to and uh, the state of California has done a wonderful job in uh, providing budgetary uh, monies for the CSLB in, uh, and in vetting and, of course, providing online training and qualifications as well as certifications for all contractors. So the first thing is make sure they exist. <laughs> so take a look at them. If they're XYZ contractors and they have a place uh, on 123 Main Street, number one, Take a look at it. Go to Google Maps. See if it's a real building. See if it exists. See what kind of building exists. What kind of building would you expect a contractor to be in if indeed he has trucks running in and out of his uh, uh, business all day long? What's well, that corner P.O. box? Place, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, there's a lot of that. 
So that really is the number one thing. Let's think about it. What would a contractor be? Who, you know, what are they doing all day long? How do they answer their phone? Do they answer their phone? Vet them before you, you know, take in for the, uh, uh, the, the five-star rating on the, on the Yelp. Number two, take a look at the contractor's license. Very interesting uh, um, statistics with respect to the contractor state license board. Uh, don't hold me to this, but they've been uh, certifying contractors, I think, for the last uh, 60, 70 years. If a contractor or a salesperson comes into your home and starts talking about how long they've been in the business and how great their company is and so on and so forth, first thing, take a peek at that card, that HIS card. That's a requirement for him to be even talking about any kind of construction projects and or being a fiduciary for the contractor that he may represent, be an employee of, or an independent rep of, or even be associated with. But take a look at that contractor's license, because something is very unique about that license will tell you whether he's telling the truth. Hmm. And that is, now, in the last 18 months, we see seven-digit licenses. Seven-digit licenses on that. Yeah, same now, way, can you imagine? Same way I'm regulated as well, the numbers and going, going yeah. out. Like I have 00991234 is actually my number. Very interesting, a very clean number. But when you have the newer ones coming on board, where my, my company, my NMLS license is 3189, now you have it as five and six and seven. It's going higher and higher. But then you know who's newer and who's not. Exactly. Nothing wrong with being a new business. You know, bring them in. Hopefully, the millennials start taking over. But, some but of represent the load. it correctly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, if you do see a seven-digit number, represent it correctly. One of three things could be: you could be new in the business. That's okay. Or you could have been in the business for twenty years, but not with that license number and/or contractor's mm-hmm. number. And the third thing is not so much fun: is that contractors are unfortunately well known for leaving their number, leaving their, 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 their past their behind, past behind <laughs> their, uh, their clients, their customers, whomever they say, and moving on to better pastures, a new number and a new way to contact potential customers and a new name and basically metamorphosizing the old company. And that's the shame in it, the, uh, the horror stories that I hear uh, time in and time again. It's like, it's like when you have an employee and they're not doing a great job. You know, I have a, I have a special place where I want you to work. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're going to promote you over here. <laughs> you see that little corner there? <laughs> it's a room without a key. Yeah. But, but in this case, they're hopping state. And yeah. that happens with lending as well. Mm. All of a sudden, you have someone who is doing stuff here in California, and also now they're in Idaho. Uh, and all of a sudden now they're the cream, the creme de la creme in Idaho and they all oh, tons of experience, but people don't take that opportunity to check and look at the past. And some of the regulatories are trying to watch that, but sometimes they can't catch that. Very true. Very true. And then of course the, you know, the, the next thing on that page that you'll see on the CSLB is you'll see if there's any, uh, any regulatory uh, uh, derogatory types of actions mm-hmm. that is either you know, pending, proceeding, or has been adjudicated 
uh, by either a court or mediated by uh, the, the, the proper uh, arbitration and mediation uh, facilities that uh, the CSL has for all licensed contractors. And, you know, I will, I will tell you, uh, uh, Michael, uh, you know, think about it. Just, just, be, just start thinking for yourself a little bit. And, you know, if this happened to you, if something happened to you, and your contractor didn't show up, or he had muddy boots or whatever, some of the small things would be, would you be going to a contractor state license board for uh, mediation? So the answer is generally no. And that's generally the last step that, uh, or the, the last step that a, that a customer uh, would or could take because it's rather punitive uh, after or pending mediation. So we don't want you to get anywhere near those issues. Right. And so what we've done is on, on, on each one of these crossroads, we provided information, like you say, education, as to how to move forward and vet. Now, I'm on the third source of the CSLB. You know, go ahead and take a look at the number. If it's seven digits and he says he's been in business for 20 years, politely ask him to leave, quite frankly. Wow. You know? Yeah. You got you got to have the ability to do that. You and, got, you, yeah. Yeah. You got to be able to vet somebody and get get an answer that's, right. that's satisfactory. It's, it's something that I also look to when you ask someone what their price is or you ask for someone, let's say I get asked, What's your interest rate after I get all the material and understand what's going on so I'm able to get the best price possible? Then they're asking me, well, what's your best price? Well, if I w didn't give it to you the first time, how would you want to work with me if I lower my price after you asked me because I was trying to get away with something the first time? It troubles me when individuals in the lending industry even quote you something, and then let's say I am less expensive, and I didn't even know what they quoted. And they mention that, and then they go back to the other individual to let them know the new quote. And then all of a sudden, that person wants to match it. Why would you go back to the person who is charging you more just to charge you less after you spent time vetting, doing things that all of a sudden now he'll lower their or he or she will lower their price? How reputable is that? It's like, well, how much can I get away with until you catch me? I mean, it's crazy, but that's what's out there, and you have to work with the right individuals who represent themselves correctly if there was an issue or an item it's being shared and understood and they came front with it and understand and then people have to exist and things happen if you put yourself out there enough there will be a a problem that may exist somewhere otherwise you had one job you know and you did one job and that was it but those are the things when i'm as you talked about being frozen up, you want to do something, but you don't know. And you just kind of sit there and talk about it forever, but you don't never do it. And then by the time you want to do it, forget it. You got to make the decision. If you're thinking about doing that home repair, whether it's doing a, uh, you know, you see it on the cable. I mentioned the shows. You want that uh, new kitchen. You want the open. You want this. You want that. You want to add an item. You want to add the accessory dwelling unit in the uh, yard that you have the space. You want to do the garage conversion. You want that extra income. You need to make the decision. You need to get out of the corner, out of the fetal position, and possibly your head in the sand, and pick up the phone and call. We have an opportunity for you right now today. You have a qualified individual who can give you answers to your questions, provide you guidance, and perhaps even get the job done. 805-650-1590. 
805-650-1590 gets you live on the air. We got a special program today and we want to talk to you. I'm Mike Harris. More after the break. Looking for a place to start? United for Loans is the place for you to start your refinance or purchase process today. Call 888-5433-980. Lending can be a bit confusing. Numbers can be tossed from one direction to another. How can you make it all stop? United Mortgage Corporation of America, unitedforloans.com can be your guide. Call directly at 888-5433-980 for what you need to know when financing a home of your dreams or commercial property. Call now at 888-5433-980 or visit at unitedforloans.com. That's 888-5433-980. You can save thousands of hard-earned dollars over the life of your loan, but you need to act now before rates increase. Take control of your financial future and call United Mortgage Corporation of America today at 888-5433-980. Have them put their decades of experience to work for you and lower your interest rate while you still can. Rates will increase. Why wait? Call United Mortgage Corporation of America today at 888-5433-980. That's 888-5433-980 or online at unitedforloans.com. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Life. It's your day in real estate radio. We have an exciting program that we've been doing today. We've been talking about accessory dwelling units, but really choosing the right contractor and how to do that. We've gotten that far because it's a big decision whether you're using your uh, brother, whether you're using your relative or that cousin who just started picking up that hammer and just started getting that nail straight and you want to give them that shot on your house. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, again, I mentioned earlier when I when we had the Northridge earthquake back in 94 and I had a lot of work to do, chose a contractor, did what I did. But I found out about three quarters through the job, he was running out of money, my money that I already had given him. So needless to say, I'm happy he found his second and third jobs after me after the quake. And he was starting to use their deposits and got the hell, got him the hell out of my <laughs> Oh, <life>. boy. <laughs> you know, but I got my job done so, uh, and it worked. But it was like, holy cow if he had no other job i would be sitting here twiddling my thumbs waiting for him to get employment so he can come and find and do and oh my gosh well let me let me just uh uh get back before the break you mentioned something uh that is uh notorious in in government i i come from uh, the uh, serving the government side and uh, we were talking about you know how do you how do you bid something out how do you know you're getting the best price how do you know that this person or if you have a favorite how do you go about and get that favorite to also give you, you know, the best price, so on and so forth? So let me give you uh, one anecdote. Well, price, service, and speed. Pick any two. Exactly. <laughs> price, service, and speed. But here's one more statistic that I wanted to get back to you. And I, I think on the onset of the show, uh, I started talking about the uh, SBA uh, statistics with respect to contractors and going out of business and how that happens. Um, the third and not surprising statistic is that of uh, all of the accepted bids, if you will, or the negotiated contracts, 80% on this poll, and this is a, uh, this is a poll that has taken over a three-year period, 80% of the people, homeowners, that took the lowest bid had the least satisfaction. Yeah. So the satisfaction rate was less than 30%. And the complaint rate was over 90%. Mm. 
100%. And when I'm talking about complaints, finding the contractor, getting him to come back, finding who he might have used as a subcontractor. Mm-hmm. Who was that person? I wasn't. I didn't know well, they well, were using a, subcontractors. Well, that was the find I, the thing I had on one of my things, uh, my other home. Uh, we had some rock stuff done on the pool and what have you. And he had someone come in and it was getting those people to sign off. He brought people in and then they, they didn't sign off. And I had someone who was stray still out there that we had to go locate to get signed off. And, and what happened it's, was he had another person he subbed out that wasn't licensed and they were on the scaffold over the pool. Mm-hmm. He slipped. He hurt his arm. All oh. of a sudden it's, he brought it. I didn't even, and yeah, and no one told me. And now if he's coming at me and the guy wanted me to pay his medical and this and that, and his doctor visits and, and here the guy brought him on and I didn't even know he brought him on the premises. We hear that time in and time again, and I'm sorry it's happened to you and I'm, some other people perhaps, yeah, that are involved here. But uh, number one, number one, the CSLB requires uh, any licensed contractor to use other contractors and or employees. Right. If they're employees, as we only use employees. Be under his bond. Uh, they are, well, yeah. the first thing is, is that we have uh, a liability insurance policy that's required. That's a $2 million li- liability policy, which is. One million per occurrence. So if we're in somebody's home, we, we wreck a million dollars worth, we get another shot at it into two million. Um, so be it. Never have claimed on it, but that is an absolute requirement, and it's got to be, uh, right. you know, that is transferred to the employees. That's A. B, workers' compensation. You have to see that the workers' compensation is on at or the job site. So all of our people that come out, right. they have they have these little uh, envelopes that they that they that they have on their you know the old European traveling mm-hmm. vouchers. Mm-hmm. It's got our liability insurance, our workers' compensation. So if anything happens, they're falling off or what have you. Um, they are not only uh, identifiable by virtue of their uh, their their cards and their identification with the contractor, but um, they hold those certificates of insurance and indemnification and, and liability. Pick up the phone right now. Give us a call. 805-650-1590. We want to talk to you about your experience with your contractor. Or, hey, if you're thinking about getting a job done, let's hear about it. Let's hear about what it is and maybe give you some insight and some uh, direction and maybe we can go forward that way. You know, during the break, we were having a couple of uh, conversations here. And, uh, of course, I mismentioned a couple of the items that I've had over the uh, course of time. But uh, someone you guys all know, someone you guys all know, he's had some experience of his own. And we wanted to kind of share it with you just so you kind of uh, relate. And not that every contracting experience can be bad, but it's what you need to know and you go hindsight. So talk a little bit about that, Spence. Well, I had a situation where we had a house and it was an inherited uh, house. Uh, Parents passed, so we had the house. So we had a garage on the house and my brother and another person were very, very highly skilled, but they weren't contractors. They could literally build anything, but not permit it. So they created a granny flat out of the garage that I will tell you was beautiful. They, they ran off of the sewage, a, a toilet, it had a sink, everything. If you walked into this, they built a porch. I will even say it was cute. It was a cottage. It was lovely. So no permits. 
I study and look into things. I cannot swing a hammer. And I was asking, what about permits? And they laughed at me, and they said, we could pull this out in a second. Well, the renter came in, made money off it. There was a problem. The renter left angry and went to the city. I get a call from the city saying, hey, buddy, guess what? They were very pleasant. you got to pull this. It's not permitted at all, and we guarantee you we'll take it down to the studs, and you will lose the whole thing. So all of this happened right when also the crash, mm. when real estate values plummeted. So we ended oh. up with oh. such a mess. And the main thing I will say to everyone out there, no matter how skilled you are, even if you can make something that's nice, get permits, get it permitted. It turned out in the city of Thousand Oaks, the way our house was um, governed, if you will, or zoned, is it had to have a garage. So even if they permitted the garage to be a granny flat, we would have had to have constructed another right. dwelling. No, no, to port, no porch or just a driveway. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the problem. I will tell you, it, it was devastating not doing it correctly. It was, it was horrible. And I will just tell everybody out there, get the right contractor who will do it correctly. You will regret it forever. You might make two, three, four years of money, but when it comes down, it's, it's awful. I mean, it, it, it's the worst thing ever. Call, you know, just call, get it done. It was, it, it really destroyed a family. Seriously, it was, I, it was awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and it happened. To hear that. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I, I've heard like types of stories. Um, I think the, I think the uh, listener has to understand, and anyone that's contemplating um, moving into uh, this kind of uh, construction process, for the purposes of, you know, increasing their retirement. Uh, some people call it the arbitrage uh, possibility of the decade. Uh, I use that term because my years in investment banking saw many people borrowing money at 3% and investing at 6%. And uh, that was the money growing on trees. So certainly people understand that if something's costing me $700 a month and I'm renting it out for $2,500 a month, I want to do it and I want to do it as quick as possible and so on and so forth. But really what's important, I think, to understand is the origin of the codification of the ADUs. What what precipitated it? Not because uh, the county's so nice as to want to help out homeowners that, uh, you know, need to increase the size of their retirement fund. More more, more likely and more understanding, uh, we have here in Ventura County and Los Angeles County and really all of the counties of the Southern California, a, 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 a crisis on hand. And the crisis is in housing. Uh, affordable housing right now is at an all-time low. And uh, taking that for inflation and looking at different uh, economies uh, in, in the past, it is at an all, all-time low. So the millennial out there that's uh, come out of college, like, uh, for instance, my, my daughter just recently graduated, and uh, she's got a job, and she's going to be making a pretty darn good money. You so know. you're retiring soon. I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, but she's going to be looking for an apartment. And, and the issue is, where do I, where do I move, Dad? It's to, uh, $2,500, $3,000 a month. Yeah. Well, she's starting to look into... Looking into these uh, these ADU possibilities. Right, we'll talk more about that because it might be the right opportunity for you. I'm Mike Harris. More after the break. Yeah. 
get pre-approved for your home purchase. Your landlord loves you. You're making their mortgage payment. Own for less than you pay for rent. Call 888-5433-980. Increase your monthly cash flow with real estate. Acquire fully rehabbed, rented, and managed property with prices from $32,000 to $50,000 and collect rent of $575 to $700 a month. Acquire with cash, a 1031 exchange, or utilize your self-directed IRA. All it's waiting on is you. Call 888 extension 901, or visit yourrealestatelife.com to register. That's 888 extension 901. My name is Mike Harris, host of The Real Estate Life. Are you tired of hearing loan advertisements that have fancy names or misleading statements? I am too. So with that said, bottom line, rates are low. Right now, stop sending extra interest to your current lender. That is your money. Your bank loves you. You don't need that kind of love in your life. Call The Real Estate Life right now at 888-LIFE-980. That's 888-5433-980. Or visit us at yourrealestatelife.com and find out how much money you can save today. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Life. It's your day in real estate radio. Thank you for joining us here on Newstalk 1590 KVTA. We've had a very busy program. People didn't want to be live on the air yet, but they're calling, but they want us to call them back. You know, so we want to talk to you. Don't be shy. 805-5... Actually, I'm going my phone number there for a moment. 805-650-1590 gets you live on the air. We want to talk to you. If it's after hours, 888 980. This is our last segment of the program. We've been talking about choosing the right contractor, making the right decisions. Is it you doing it? I don't think so. Is it the 49% that actually mess up the job so the 51% can come in and fix the job? Where are you on that spectrum? Are you thinking about getting some work done on your property? Maybe you're thinking about it before the holidays. Maybe you're looking to host some people. Maybe, as you just mentioned, you have someone who graduated. Maybe you have a senior, a parent. You want them closer to you because you're not getting things taken care of properly from a distance. And uh, it's the uh, sandwich generation. You either have the parents maybe coming in or maybe the kids. Maybe a special needs child who is growing up who wants some independence, but they can't be too far away from home. We've done reverse mortgages for individuals who own property, who've been able to eliminate their mortgage payment, take the funds and the equity they have, a portion of it, do one of these projects, do an ADU, bring in rent to themselves, let alone eliminate their current first mortgage payment, and they're sitting even better position. It's almost what you're talking about on steroids. You're getting twice the go because you eliminated the mortgage payment and now gain the income coming in. We've had individuals who needed the in-house care, their health. They have health issues. They don't want to move to a home. They don't want to move to a place like that. They own their home. They want to stay in their home. So maybe they need in-home care, maybe three, four, five days a week, maybe someone there all the time, 24-7. This opportunity allows that person to be living on the site, have their housing, and provide the care for that senior. It's a perfect opportunity. And I know you've done many of these projects and you have all the stories to tell, but there's places that you want to lead and tell people to go to make sure they're getting the right. And I wanted to give you an opportunity to mention the websites. 
Uh, you mentioned uh, the state licensing. There's a site to go to and some other areas. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, <coughs> we talked about the Contractor State License Board, and uh, that is an extremely <coughs> valuable tool. Let's say you found three contractors and they meet the criteria and they're not in a position where they're being uh, 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 under penalty or uh, in mediation. They have uh, six digits out there. Uh, they seem to be nice guys, and they've got a good Yelp rating, and you go to the house rating and, and, and so on and so forth. You've heard good things about them. So you want to invite them over to your house, and you know you need a qualified salesperson now that is also registered with this CSLB. What do you do after that? How do you, how do you go about We talked about this bidding thing, and uh, uh, I wanted to just touch on the, 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 the very basic foundation of what you want to do if you're seeking to build this uh, ADU. You want a price. Everybody wants a price. How much is it going to cost me? Is it going to be 50 grand? Is it going to be 70? I don't know. I have no idea. Is it going to be 100 grand? I can't afford 100 grand. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to call Michael and see. <laughs> but what you want to do first off is forget about the construction. Put it behind you. You need to see, first off, not by my means of evaluation, because I am no, no, I'm a, I'm a professional and an, an investment advisor and a con contractor and uh, an advisor in, uh, in, in, in negotiation, but I'm certainly not uh, an inspector. And I'm certainly not the county. And I'm certainly not a public agency. The first thing you need to do is to talk to that contractor and say, okay, what do you want to do here first? Can I build this? And my, my answer is, I believe so, but let's find out. The first step in contracting is not contracting for construction. It's contracting for knowledge. So what you want to do is to be able to move forward with that contractor, if you trust them, feel comfortable with them, have checked their resources out and done all the, the seven or eight or nine steps that we talk about in vetting them, and uh, make an agreement to put plans together. What's this going to look like? You tell me I can build on top of my house. You tell me I can build 30 feet from uh, my uh, easements. You tell me, some, somebody tells me, uh, one contractor told me I can build even though I have power lines, uh, you know, over my uh, garage. Others told me I can't. Some people have told me I have to move the weatherhead. Some people have told me I need new sewer lines that I can't hook into my lines. What's the truth here? How can I find out? Very simple. Contract for a, a, a complete analysis with respect to rendering plans, rendering uh, plans for permits, blueprinting, pre-site visits, and that's pre-site visits from utilities uh, companies, uh, as well as the telephone company, who's a, who's a, sometimes a utility company, as well as the, uh, the county and or um, qualifying jurisdiction. Um, make an investment. You'll find out there that uh, contractors will be willing to do this work, which is called the pre-site work, or everything before we get going on this uh, uh, on this plan that we have here that's going to cost you fifty to seventy thousand dollars or thirty to fifty thousand dollars, whatever it is, find out if you can do it because there are ever changing uh, domains of understanding and interpretation. Quite frankly, in this uh, this fast moving business.
Uh, we're finding lots of changes that occur just, uh, you know, after the Woolsey fires. Uh, the amount of permits is actually down at, as a result of it. You know, what are some of the considerations? Maybe some of the considerations are the fact that the utilities now are being, you know, uh, looked at as possible culprits of, uh, of the fire. So do they, you know, can you go off of uh, codification and or plans and or understanding of the ADUs as uh, in a booklet today and be 100% sure that you're going to be able to perform this, uh, this, um, this construction process? And the answer is no, not so much. It's, yeah. it's changing. It's moving. It's uh, morphing, if you will. So you really need somebody to put all of the pieces together before you go ahead and quote-unquote sign on the dotted line uh, and have the guys come in and start banging away in well, your neighborhood. Well, I'm going to make it this about you now. How do they find you? Uh, I'm right here at the uh, radio station, so come <laughs> on down. Yeah. <laughs> Having a good old time. <laughs> I'm with, uh, uh, my name's Peter Simons. I'm with Ground Up Builders. We're a 14-year-old company. Uh, I can be uh, seen on uh, Yelp and uh, Howes. Uh, we're uh, located in Van Nuys, California, and have satellites uh, throughout um, Ventura County and Riverside County. My telephone number, 805-551-6144. That's 805-551-6144. Call me anytime. I do pick up 24-7. Uh, Whomever it might be, some calls from Belize looking for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, they pay your travel. What the <laughs> hey, I'll I'll be over there. But I do. I pick up all the time. I'm running around from job to job. I'm project manager uh, for the company, so I'm there to look over the projects, look over the plans, look over, um, um, for the fiduciary responsibility of both the company and my clients. I, I feel pretty pretty strong about that. So and letting and letting everyone know, I've done my homework. And he is going to be representing me. I mentioned that I have sold my home in April. I have a new home being built uh, by a developer. And that we are making changes that the developer will not do before I close. So as soon as I close escrow, we're going to be opening some walls, sealing some walls, doing the flooring, doing some major stuff around the place. And I say major, and he goes, oh, it's, it's basic stuff. I, I got it covered. And that's what I like to hear. I like to hear that someone knows what they're doing and it's not, well, yeah, I've never done that before, but okay, no. So you have that person who's going to do the due diligence, do the items that are proper, know that you have peace of mind and you can sleep at night, not knowing, oh gosh, is he going to come back? Are they showing up? What's going on? Oh my gosh. We're already doing the preparatory work now and we're looking at a very smooth transaction. And that's what I'd like for you, whether it's in your contracting, whether it's in your lending, this is one of the largest items you have, your home. Whether you're looking for income through your home or just a place to live, we wanna make sure you are represented uh, properly, you get the right rate, the market changes every single day, regulations as we just said, but you have interest rates that are changing. And we wanna make sure you get the best price and you get the right answers. And you aren't deceived with, on a refinance, a lender tells you, oh, refinance with us, you skip a payment. You never skip a payment. You're either walking it in or financing it. If you were skipping a payment, you would just refinance every single month and never make a payment again. You have to look at what's logical. You need to make sure you, your interests are being looked after. 
And that's what we do here on Your Real Estate Life. We come to you each and every week and we talk to you about everything about your real estate life. Peter, I'd like to thank you for coming in today. Thanks, Mike. I know we're going to follow up with some other shows perhaps, but you can pick up the phone and give us a call. Call the show line, 888-543-3980. It's been a great program. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, what kind of loan do you have? United Mortgage Corporation of America, unitedforloans.com, will continue to take your calls after the program. Call now to start your home loan process at 888-5433-980. Just when you thought I was gone, I'm back. I wanted to make sure you understand, when you are doing an improvement to your home, you need to have a licensed contractor. You do not want to have the woulda, coulda, shoulda. You don't want to have the possibility of losing your home. You don't want to have anything go wrong. You want to have a licensed, bonded employees coming. I mentioned my story. I had an individual who brought someone on the job, did not make me aware of it, and I had issues. Got them clarified and done because I'm on top of it. But it's for those of you who have a potential to lose your home if you do not have the proper person. Take a look at this program. Be posted on our website. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you next week.